So um, I've been coming to this church, me and my family, for about two years now, I think. Is that right? Two years? And this is my wife, Stephanie, right here. Okay, y'all give it up for Stephanie. Come on. She's put up with me for 26 years. That's pretty good. Pretty good, isn't it? Some of you guys are a lot longer than that, but hey, we're on the way to 30, and then we'll keep going. This is my daughter, uh, Renee, my oldest daughter. Y'all give it up for Renee. And then I have three other children, Rachel, Robert, and Riley. Now, Rachel's at school, uh, Pikes Peak uh, Community College, and then my boys are at the um, rally for See at the Pole. Who, who knows what See at the Pole is? Okay, so... Uh, I went this morning, uh, I had the privilege of going this morning over to uh, Thomas, what is it? McLaren, yeah. So last year they had five people. Hey, by the way, I'm not eating Skittles tonight, but I should be. Um, But they had five people, and uh, guess how many we had today? Like 75. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think the Lord deserves a praise for that, don't you think? Come on. So God's doing some things in, in our youth. And so we and I say that because Stephanie and I and and uh uh are involved in the youth. We're on the on their leadership team and what have you, and so we, we participate in the youth. And then I also play drums up here for Shelby and everybody. So you see me up there. All right. Um and then the reason I was able to go today, okay, you need to know this, all right, because this is some things I'm going to share with you. I'm out of a job, okay, so I'm out of work. I need a job, so be praying for that, all right. But so I was able to do that, so it was really good. How many of you need something from God? How many of you need something from God tonight? Am I the only one? Come on, get real. This is a real Wednesday night, okay? We can be real together. It's not like Sunday. We all fake it. No, I'm just kidding. Right? We come to church. Look, tonight, let's just, let's just let it loose a little bit, okay? Let's let the walls down. Let's, let's, let's let God, okay, penetrate our hearts tonight. Let's, let's, let's let him invade our space, okay? But, but we have to let him, right? Because he's a gentleman. He's not going to force his way onto you or into your heart or into your mind or anything. You, you got to allow it to happen. So, um, anyway, I'm going to put my glasses on for one moment. I, I did make my notes really big so I don't have to wear glasses because I'm really, really nearsighted. So, let's see here. Oh, okay. So, real quick, we moved here from Texas. Okay. We've been, vi- we had been visiting this area for about four years. We moved here from Texas and we had an opportunity to move, and we said, you know what? We were in Texas for 27 years, okay? So we said, man, we're, we're going to move to beautiful Colorado. That's a big deal, isn't it, don't you think? I mean, you just don't up and move. That's pretty risky. Wisdom? Oh, they said risky. <laughs> or maybe I was drinking whiskey. I don't know. But it was crazy enough. But anyway, we just had a thing in our heart to dream big and and we didn't really understand what that meant, but we, we did. We dreamed big, and we expected God to do something, right? We expected. I flew out here in June of, of 2015. I had no job, no place to live, anything like that. God provided a place for me to stay while I found a job. 
the Lord provided a job for us. I moved my family out here, so on and so forth. So, so isn't that cool? Right? But I expected something like that to happen. Okay? Keep that in mind. So, I want to encourage you tonight. So, I want you to, when you leave, I want you to be confident. Okay? I want you to feel confident in who you are in Christ. I want you to, to be bold. Okay? Because I'm going to believe, I'm believing God tonight for something supernatural for every one of us. Okay? We all believe with me? Okay? Because we serve a, a supernatural God, don't we? Right? The only God, the only real God, true God. So, God loves you very, very much, each and every one of you. I can look, try to look at every one of you in the eyes and tell you that God loves you. Okay? No matter what you're going through, okay? No matter what's happening with your health, your job, your finances, okay? Your relationships, He loves you, okay? Very, very much. You are very, very dear to his heart. Okay? And that's what I really believe that God's saying tonight. He's always saying it, though. Always. But I want to share that. I want to say that to you because it's really, really, really important. It was about 1984, and I was uh, 16 years old. Everybody remember when you were 16? Okay. All right. My father committed suicide when I was 16. Okay. Big deal. Huge. Huge part of my life. Okay. But in saying that, okay, when I asked you if you needed something from God, okay, God's got it. Okay? God's got it. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. My father committed suicide. God's got it. He had it in his hand. He already knew and prepared all of us for that. Was it hard? Absolutely. Would never wish that on anybody. Okay? But our God's so big. Okay? If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be standing here in front of you tonight. You realize that? I'd be dead too, okay? But that wasn't his plan. That's not what God wanted, okay? So within that, there was, uh, we were going through some healing time and, and trying to, you know, put the pieces together and all that. And, and uh, my sister-in-law had an aunt and uncle that ran a church up in Atlanta, Georgia, okay? Anybody ever been to Atlanta, Georgia? Okay, all right, good, good, good. Obviously, I don't talk like a Georgian, so I'm more Floridian and then Texan. So um, we went to this church because, man, we were, looking, we were looking for some healing, trying to figure out how we're going to get through this, okay? And we went to the, to the church. We, well, we didn't go to the church, but we went to their house, and we visited. We drove from Ocala, Florida, all the way up to Atlanta, Georgia, looking for something, and, and in talking, the, the, you know, we were, I'll give you a little background, we were raised independent Baptist, and then Baptist, and then we came out of the Baptist 
and it was non-denominational, and we decided we would really believe what the Bible said. Okay? Anyway, so they asked us, have you ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit? We said, no, man, what are you talking about? Right? Okay. So here we are. Man, we're, we're, we need something from God. We're looking for something. So she came and prayed over us. They prayed over us individually. We raised our hands. We, we, we believed and, and expected the Lord to do something, needed him to do something. Okay. And when she began to pray and I began to, to just praise him in my own language, which is English, barely, okay, guess what? I started speaking in some other words. I had no idea what that was. It was a little strange. But I felt empowered. I felt a power come upon me and inside my heart and inside my whole body. I was on fire, Okay. That's a good thing, isn't it? Amen? Come on, can I get some amens? That's a good thing. If you haven't had that done or you haven't allowed that to happen, you need to get involved and, and let that happen for you because it's going to make a huge difference, okay? But I expected it to happen. I came with expectancy because I needed it from God, all right? And, and what does it mean to be filled by the Holy Spirit? It's just, man, he, he just, you know, you get saved, right? We encounter God. We engage him, we get baptized, right, and, and, and so on and so forth, and the sanctification begins to take place, right? And then we're empowered by his, the Holy Spirit, okay? We're empowered by him. He fills us up. What does it do for you? gives you strength. You know, we talk, we sing the song, you are my strength. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that gives you strength, Okay? So if you need strength tonight, guess what? Let's get some spirit. We need to get the spirit of God in you. Refill you, whatever it takes, okay? All right? What else does it do for you? It gives you discernment. It helps you discern right from wrong. It helps you discern situations. Hey, maybe, you know, some of you, and, I, and I've experienced, Stephanie's experienced, you know, when, when you say, man, you know, we're supposed to go do this thing and go over here or drive over here. You know, the Lord will give you a heads up sometimes. And then you find out there was a big accident over there, right? And the Lord diverted you, right? He speaks to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. He speaks to you, right? He gives you power to, to what? To witness. In Acts, he says, oh, you will be my witnesses, Okay? The only true way you can really be a witness is what? When you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. So you got to have that, okay? Super important. So we were in between churches, and we're looking for a church. And, uh, you know, and when you look for a church, you have certain expectations, don't you? There's some things you want. You notice I keep saying the word expect and expectations. We're going somewhere with that tonight, okay? So we went to this church. And we got the service got going, the praise and worship got going, right? Shelby, get that praise and worship going, okay? Man, the Spirit of the Lord fell on that place. Man, I was weeping, I was crying, the Lord was moving. It was awesome. It was awesome. 
And then come to find out, you know, people were getting healed in the service. They weren't even being prayed over. It was just the worship and, and all this, and, and the Holy Spirit was falling, and things were happening. And uh, that's the power of God, isn't it? Isn't that good? And uh, same thing can happen here, too, you know, right? Okay. And uh, I found out some things that these, these folks were so expectant. They were prayed up when they got to church. It wasn't just a Sunday thing. And they were so expectant of that God was going to move any time they got together as a congregation. And it did. It happened. It, it, was, it was tremendous. Tremendous. So let me ask you tonight, what do you expect? Okay. Ask yourself, what, what, I mean, what do I expect, right? Okay. So let me define what it is to expect or have some sort of expectation. So to expect is to regard something as likely to happen. I mean, it's going to happen. To anticipate, to look for, to hope for. So, right? Lord, you are our hope, right? That means we expect. We're expecting something good. Everybody say good. To happen, right? Because God's good, and all things that are good come from him, right? Okay, amen? So, an expectation is a strong belief. Everybody say strong. Okay. I like participation. It's fun. It keeps everybody awake. Strong belief that something will happen. Okay? Something will happen. Something good. We all have expectations of certain things in our lives. Don't we? Don't we have expectations? We got expectations of God. We got expectations of, of people around us. And and. People let us down sometimes, don't they? We have high expectations. I have, I have very, very high expectations. But you know what? We're all human. We're all, we all fail. And 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 you know what? We, that's why. Isn't it beautiful that we have forgiveness? Isn't that isn't that good? God forgave us, so we can forgive each other for not meeting expectations. <laughs> okay. So tonight, I want to specifically talk to you about. Your or our, our and yours expectation, okay, specifically. So before we get really into it, let's talk about faith. Let's talk about faith for a minute. So faith is actually two parts. It's belief and trust. Okay, everybody say belief and trust. All right, so faith can be an expectation both physically and spiritually, and it's based on certain truths, right? Okay, so let's take a physical faith type of example, and that's that chair you're sitting in right now, right? When you sat in that chair, you believed that it was going to hold you up, didn't you? And you trusted, okay? So believing that the chair is a chair and agreeing that it's designed to support anybody that sits in it or on it. Trust is actually sitting in the chair. So, so you believe that that chair is designed and, and constructed to hold you up, and then you took it a step further, and you actually trusted, and you sat down in the chair. You took action on that belief. Amen? Okay, you with me? Okay, so this is a reasonable, logical, and physical truth that is easy to see and believe. 
Okay, I'm trying to keep it real simple tonight. Y'all ever heard of the KISS principle? Keep it simple, stupid. Okay, so that's what I'm doing tonight. But you know, sometimes you got to go back to the to the basics. Don't you? Got to go back to 101. Okay. So let's define what spiritual faith is. And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Okay? Hebrews eleven six says, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you got to have faith. You got to have faith, faith, faith. Right? You ever heard that song? Not sure if it was talking about that, but hey. So true faith not only believes that Christ can save you or save us, but actually trusts him to do it and then counts it as done. Okay? Everybody say done. He done it for us. <laughs> okay? This is an unreasonable, now think, listen to this, this is an unreasonable, illogical, spiritual truth that is impossible to believe with the human mind. It's hard to believe that God came and died on this earth and shed his blood and got crucified and then raised from the dead. It's hard to believe that sometimes, you know, for the human mind, that he rose from the dead and he's going to come back and that he gave his spirit to empower us, all those things. The natural mind can't handle it. It's too much. It's too much for, to believe that, that God created the earth. They want to, you know, we want to believe in the Big Bang Theory and all this evolution stuff, Right? Okay, I don't believe in none of that, just so you know. <laughs> okay, that's why it requires faith. And in Ephesians 2.8 it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. All right, so how does faith come to us? How do we get it? Romans 10.17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? The Word of God. So you got to hear the Word of God. We've got to preach the Word of God out there for faith to come, don't we? Okay? That's all we got to do. It's real simple. Okay? Romans 12, 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay? You have to renew the mind. You have to. You got to renew it because there's some things, there's some stinking thinking that you used to have or that you had or still have that needs to be washed and cleaned and rejuvenated and uh, taken care of, don't you think? So my question to you tonight is what do you expect from God? What do you expect? And you can even take it further. Is it okay? Is it okay to expect something from God? Well, I'm telling you tonight it is. It's okay. Because it's in his word, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna go through it. I'm gonna read some word for you real quick. Is that all right? Okay. How's everybody doing? Okay. So what does his word say about it? Anytime you have a question, whatever's going on in your life, just get the manual out. Just grab it, right? The B I B L E. That's the book for me. What else does it mean? Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what the Bible stands for. All right, Matthew 6.10. 
your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Think about that for a minute. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means some things down here can, that, things that are happening in heaven can happen right here. Isn't that what it says? Okay. All right. James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will, everybody say will, be given to him. So if, if, if I need some wisdom, if I need something, the word says if I go to him and ask him, he's going to give it to me. He's going to give me the answer. Amen? Somebody needs to shout for joy up in here. Come on now. Let's get excited. I'm excited about it. Luke 11, 9 through 13 says, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. So, so you got to be seeking, right? Isn't that what it says? You got, you got to... You got to ask, you got to seek, and you got to knock. I don't know. To me, that sounds like like persistence. Like, just keep asking, just keep knocking. Okay, don't give up, because he's got the answers and he's going to give it to you. And he says it'll be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You know, we have a good father, don't we? We sing that that song. You're a good, good father. Amen. He's good. He is really, really, really good. And James 1.17 says, every good gift, every good and perfect gift is from above. Every one of you have a gift. You may not know what it is. Ask him, he'll reveal it to you. But every one of you has a gift. It's been when you when you from the beginnings of the earth, man, from the beginning of time. He knew you. He knows the hairs that are on your head, the number of hairs, okay? He cares for you. He knows you, and he wants you to be successful in him and in the kingdom. Amen. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. Matthew nineteen twenty six. with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Okay, he didn't say, eh, some things. Yeah, you know. He said all things. Didn't he say all things? That's what he said. Okay, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Who strengthens me by what? The power of the Holy Spirit. So let me let me just back up and say, you know, Pastor Scott was saying, I need the power, right, on Sunday. I need the power. We need the power. You know what? We need to expect the power, okay? 
And it's okay. We can expect the power, and we can expect the supernatural, and we can expect the impossible. It's okay because our God is going to deliver on all of those things on every front, okay? Because that's who he says he, who he is, right? That's what he said. And I'm going to believe his word. So do your expectations of God, do they line up with the word? Okay, if they don't, guess what? We need to get in the word and get lined up. And that's not to bring condemnation. That's to bring freedom. Because isn't it funny, the very thing that will set us free is the very thing that we run from. When we encounter troubles and, and problems, what do we do? We hide. We isolate ourselves, don't we? Naturally, that's, that's, that's what the enemy wants us to do. He doesn't want us to get together like tonight and encourage one another and help one another and pray for one another. He doesn't want that. But that's what God wants. He wants us to come together and expect him to do something. Okay. So are you getting into his word? Are you? Are you, do, are you on a daily basis? Are you, are you, are you eating the bread? Okay. If you're not, you need to. I'm talking to myself, guys, too, okay? Do you spend time in prayer? Do you turn the worship music on and just, just sit back and worship and just let God do something? You know, we get so busy, don't we? We get so busy and so captivated by everything that's going on and, and and some of that I mean we have to we've got lives and kids and things that we but you know what we gotta we gotta allow God to invade our space we have to it's for his good because he wants to do good things in all of us but we have to allow it to do it so what are you expecting from God what are you expecting from God and what are you going to believe God for? And that's only a question you can answer. I can't answer that question for you, and the person next to you can't answer that question for you. That's between you and God. So what are you expecting from God in your life right now, in your family, in your work, in your finances, with your health? What are you expecting in other people's lives from God? Maybe you've been witnesses to some folks, and you want to see something happen, okay? Pray for them and just believe that God's going to do it, because he will. He'll use each and every one of you to reach those, and he'll empower you to be the witness and not to shrink back. He'll give you the words to say and how to pray. So how about in our church? What, what, what are you expecting God to do in right here in this place, in this church, in, the, in our worship, in our preaching, and in our relationships with each other? What, what are you expecting? Okay? Because it's okay to expect and engage. Trust him in the, even the little things. Okay? A lot of times we all, you know, when things are good and things are going good, we're all guilty of it. We tend to forget, don't we? And we, we lose sight of, of the Lord. And maybe we, you know, kind of get over here a little bit. But 
But then when things get bad, oh, man, we're back over here again, aren't we? Right? Okay. But it doesn't, God doesn't only care about big things like cancer and, and things like that. Okay. He cares about the little things. All right. It may seem little to you, but it's big to him because he cares about everything. Say everything. He does. He cares about it all. Okay. Nothing's too small for him. He loves you. Don't put God in a box. Okay? Don't put him in a box. God can do whatever he wants. Can he? He can do whatever he wants. So don't 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 box him in. Oh man, you know God, man, God can't do that. No, he can't do that. I've never seen him do it. Don't put him in a box. Believe his word. Believe what he says and pray to that end and speak. Use the words of your mouth to, right? That's a whole other subject, but there's life and death in the power of the tongue, isn't there? Okay? If you speak death, that's what you're going to get. God's a God of reaping and sowing, sowing and reaping. Okay? When we take things into our own hands, okay, or we just give up, what we're doing is we're, we're doubting God. We really are. We're not trusting him anymore. And when we're giving up, we're doubting his love and his care for us. So don't, don't, don't take things into your own hands. Just go ahead and release it to him, okay? Just give it to him, all of it. It's like my job. I mean, oh, God. You know what? I'm going to do what I can, but I'm going to trust him. I'm trusting him, expecting him, knowing that he's going to provide, as he always has for my family. He's going to provide me a good job. Okay? He will. He'll do it. He's done it. Okay? We can't do it without him. We, we need to trust and obey and leave the results to him. Okay? When we're witnessing, we... we we plant the seed, the Holy Spirit waters it. We can't save anybody, can we? It's by His grace. So we just sow the seed and, and let Him, we just be obedient and then let Him take care of it, okay? Takes the pressure off, doesn't it? Okay? He said, I, I, the Word says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or what? That's right. Or their seed begging for bread, okay? So, Romans 8, 11 says, The same power, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. Lives in me. The same. It's the very same spirit. Man, you got to let that sink in. The same power. We're his children, right? We're we're the heirs to the to his kingdom, aren't we? Right? We have what he has. He he didn't hold anything back. We're the ones that hold back. We're the ones that put up barriers. We're the ones that run. Okay? We all need to be like the prodigal son and come on and get the ring and the coat and let's go. Right? And just quit running. Run to him 
not away from him. Because he loves you. If you run to God right now with whatever you got, he's not going to say, boy, you just didn't earn it tonight, man. Go on, you know. It's not going to happen. He's going to say, come on with me. Let me take care of that. Isn't that good? That's the good news. The good news. So, gosh, look at that. It's not even 8 o'clock. Y'all going to get out here at 8.15. Isn't that good? So I want you to go ahead and close your eyes. Just close your eyes right here. Okay? I'm going to read that same verse. The same power, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. So expect the power. Expect the supernatural. Expect the impossible in your life. Whatever dream God's put in your heart, give it to him. Let it explode. Let the life of God, let let the Spirit of God breathe life onto every situation and expect something good to happen because we have a Father that loves us and He's good. Ask Him to give you a fresh dream, a fresh vision if you don't have one. He wants to fill you with his spirit. He wants to give you his power to fulfill his purpose and his plan in your life. Everybody here tonight has a purpose and a plan. So I'm going to pray over you, and we're going to close. And I want you to take at least, you take as long as you want, but, but, it's not 8 o'clock yet, but almost. I want you to spend at least 10 minutes. I want you to pray. Or be still before the Lord. Pray in your, in your, in your tongue. If you, have a, if you have a gift of tongues with your spirit, pray with that. Whatever, whatever, however you feel, whatever you need. If you need to get on your knees, if you want to come up here and let me pray for you or, or whatever, or Stephanie, whatever, okay? Just with no agenda, just let God minister to you right now, okay? Father God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. You're so good. Lord, I thank you for this place, this church, Lord. I know you're doing amazing things, Lord, in this church, Lord. Lord, you're doing amazing things in each and everybody's lives. Lord, I just pray a special anointing of refreshing of the of your power of your holy spirit lord on everyone here tonight lord just meet their needs lord your your word is true we believe it we trust in it and it's settled forever in heaven lord and lord we thank you for your goodness we thank you for your mercy we thank you for your grace and we just worship you right now and give you all the praise in Jesus' name.